Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. And welcome back to the She Lives Purposely podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the founder of She Lives Purposely and the host of this podcast. Um, And first and foremost, I just want to say that I am so thankful that you are here and listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode of encouragement and exhortation. Um, And also, if you have not rated or reviewed us on the platform that you are listening from, I would so appreciate and want just to encourage you to do that. It's really helpful for me to really hear um, about what you think about what the podcast is and everything that we talk about, but also um, just for potential listeners to decide whether or not they want to listen. It's really helpful to them too. So let's just dive right in. I am so excited about today's episode, Um, and that is how to walk in God's purpose when we don't know what it is. And I think this is such a really big question. Um, just really hitting the note of purpose in general and kind of the struggle of what is my purpose? How do I live it out? How do I live purposefully? Um, really hitting on that name there if she lives purposefully. And so it's just a really, a really big question that I think from really early on in our lives, we start to wonder, maybe it's as a child or junior high, definitely, definitely, I think in high school as we're starting to think about our futures and what does this look like? And if we're a Christian, we're like, what does God want for me to do? You know, what has he called me to do? Um, so then we fall into this idea of like, well, if I don't know exactly what the Lord has called me to do, how am I supposed to live it out? How am I supposed to walk in God's purpose when I don't know what what it is. Um, and if you are feeling that way, if you have ever asked that question, I want you to know that you are not alone in asking that. It's a question I know I have asked countless times. Um, so, and I know that so many others have too. So I'm just going to talk about a couple different things here relating to that, sharing wisdom from just scripture, from other people and things that I just have learned. And I hope you are so encouraged in this. Um, so whether you are listening when you're driving, if you're cleaning at your house, or you're just sitting, chilling, or you're working, working out, whatever it is, I hope that you're so encouraged by this episode. I think that we often think of purpose um, oftentimes as this big, vague, mysterious idea of purpose. How can I walk in God's purpose for me when I don't know what it is? What are his big, grand plans for my life? And what if I miss them? And so, yes, he does have big plans for your life but friend very rarely will he even give us a huge glimpse into what that is let alone the whole roadmap really early on more often than not to find out how to walk in God's purpose for our lives God calls us to simply walk with him and I know that sometimes that can be a frustrating sentence because it's like no I want to know his bigger purpose for me but truly and I actually have a um a story on the She Lives Purposely website with my friend Sarah on there, Sarah Collins. And she hits on this topic too of like, maybe we will get some sort of vision for the future of what we want. Um, But more often than not, the Lord is calling us to walk with him day by day about this. And that's a huge part of what we're going to talk about today. Um, 
So yeah, like I just said, more often than not, um, to find out how to walk in God's purpose for our lives, God calls us to simply walk with him. And in simply walking with him, friend, he will guide us to those bigger things we call our purpose or the things of his purpose. Elizabeth Elliot once said, we may rest in the promise that God is fitting together a good many more things than are any of our business. We may never see what good it did or how a given trouble accomplishes anything. It is peace to leave it all with him, asking only that he doeth me anything he wants, anywhere, anytime that God may be glorified. I love that quote so much because it really just is kind of almost surrendering our purpose to the Lord. And it's just like, do with me what you will. And I'm not even going to ask, like, um, not that we're not asking for, you know, insight into all of that, but not stressing about like how things are going to turn out. Or let's say that we feel like, um, I don't know, we ended up talking to somebody on, I don't know, in an Uber or on the bus or whatever it is. And we're like, oh, I wonder if that became something. Will I ever know? And she's kind of saying like, I may never get to see that. And that gives me peace because I know I can put that in the hands of the Lord and he has bigger purposes and plans than I can ever whip up. Um, <clears throat> so all that she says, and this is her piece, is that all that she asks the Lord is that he would do whatever he wants with her anywhere, anytime that God may be glorified. So I just love that quote a lot. Um, so then you might just be like, all right, Meg, but how do we walk in that purpose? Like, what is it still? And so I will break it down into two things for you, our very practical purpose. And then I am going to go into how to find our bigger purpose. So our practical purpose when it comes to practically being in God's purpose for my life and in the world today um, or even in the future, we are quite literally simply called to follow him. And I know, again, like I said earlier, that can sound frustrating, but that is what we are called to. And here is how that affects our future. When we're caught between doing something and not doing something, we can ask ourselves, is one of those choices against God's direct guidance in scripture? When we're given gifts and talents and blessings, do we share it like we're called to? Do we invest it like we're called to and use them in the community or do we hide it? So those kind of things can really help us in that. <clears throat> Okay, before I continue, I have to note that stewardship is very important in all areas of our lives, but especially when it comes to money. Giving that part of our lives to Jesus and then working along a professional to plan for life is pretty much my friend Jewel's goal in teaching people about their money. Jewel, who's actually my financial representative and has been helping me with my finances with She Lives Purposely, my other side businesses, and just planning mine and Donnie's future in general, offers flexible meeting times, no charge for meetings, and a full financial overview. So if you want to check her out or you're looking for somebody to help you plan with your money and all of those things, you can check out Jewel Rollins at Primerica Financial Services. That's Jewel Rollins at Primerica Financial Services for all of your financial needs. She's also somebody that loves the Lord and not only wants you to succeed with your money, but to do it well in a way that is glorifying to him. So be sure to check out Jewel at Primerica Financial Services. So when we read stories like Joseph, who became a very powerful ruler in Egypt, yes, we absolutely see God giving him vague visions about the future earlier on in his story. But do we actually see Joseph ever really take action on any of those visions right away? No. What we see is that Joseph did not have control 
over his being taken into slavery. We see that when he is in slavery, Joseph diligently works and excels in the gifts that God gave him. And then that he is promoted because of that. We see that Joseph obeys God by not sleeping with Potiphar's wife. We see that Joseph uses the gifts of interpreting dreams that God gave him. We see that Joseph listens to God when he speaks. And all through that, all through walking with the Lord, by listening to God, obeying God, using the gifts he gave him, by literally just being in circumstances that he could not control, horrific circumstances, all through that, we see Joseph, who became a slave and got thrown into prison, become a leader. And as we're reading the story, we're like, well, obviously it's so cool that, you know, now he is living out his purpose. But just two really quick points there. One, it's cool for us to read it, but Joseph did not know that all those things were going to lead to this leadership role that he was going to take on. He had no idea that those things were going to literally directly lead to that. And number two, I really firmly believe that Joseph purpose did not begin when he became a leader. His purpose began way beforehand. The Lord had plans all through before, all before that point when he becomes a leader. The Lord's plans for him and what the Lord had preordained for him to go through were all those things that we read about. Those things are not just kind of things that we could toss away until he gets this big purpose of being a leader and helping Egypt and all these things. All those things before that, walking with the Lord and all through that is all part of his purpose too, his very practical purpose. But um, I just do really think it's really fascinating to see how in Joseph's literal pure obedience to the Lord, walking with the Lord, using his gifts, just living life and um, for the Lord and honestly not really having control over his situation, the Lord guides him to what we would call, you know, kind of his bigger purpose in all of that. So how do I know where I'm meant to be and what I'm meant to be doing? Friend, follow God and the things he has already put in your life. The talents, passions, practical positions, the people, do all of that all while obeying him. So here's a big sigh of relief for you. If you didn't hear a direct command from God, you're not disobeying him. I remember one time I was really struggling with um, where to go to college after high school And I was debating between a university in the area and going to Bible college um, across the country. And I just didn't know what to do. Um, And mostly I was really stressed out because I was like, okay, what if I choose the one and it's the wrong one? And maybe I, you know, miss out on meeting my husband or the big things that God's called me to. And maybe like I won't live as cool of a life because I chose the wrong path and I didn't hear God. And um, now it's not going to work out. And all those kind of thoughts were flooding my mind. And my one teacher said to me, like, if you are not directly hearing God, he is not going to punish you for, you know, choosing a quote unquote wrong decision. And I really believe a lot of times in life, as we are just following the Lord and seeking him, like he just leads us very casually in all those things. And that a lot of times too, we actually have the freedom to choose some things. Um, But I just loved hearing that. And it gave me so much peace and freedom in knowing that the Lord does not punish us for just not, you know, um, necessarily like we're desperately wanting to hear him and we just couldn't possibly do it. You know what I mean? He doesn't punish us for doing that. When we're not sinning against him, it's not wrong. Um, 
And so I just, I really loved that a lot specifically. And I think sometimes something that can actually help us make those decisions is, is there sin incorporated in those choices? Um, Are there things that I'm more likely to be diving into sin if I do X, Y, or Z, you know? Um, And that can be a really good guide for us too, to make those choices. But all that to say is again, if you didn't hear a direct command from God, you are not in disobedience to him and you don't have to worry that there's going to be like a punishment about that situation. So let's say, for example, that you want to start a business. Friend, pray about it. If you don't hear a no, pursue it, step out in faith and continue to pray about it all the while and be obeying God very practically in that business, in your life, be using what he's given you and he'll direct you. He will direct your paths. Um, and again, continue in that prayer because then maybe he'll redirect you and he'll shut doors and things like that. Um, but just pray and then step out in faith in doing those things. So that's kind of all hitting on this idea of practical purpose but how do we find our bigger purpose i think that this is a really common and big question um and something i want to say before i dive into what i kind of have written down here um is again to re-emphasize like if the lord has given you passions and gifts and things that you want to do i i would say to pray about those things and step into those things and the lord is going to guide you just be following him and obeying him and seeking him um But what I am going to say is, believe it or not, I am a firm believer that as you seek the Lord in your day to day, he leads you to your bigger purpose. I'm also a big believer that today he still can and does give visions and direct guidance and answer prayers miraculously. But for many of us and for most of us in our lives, Um, falling into the Lord's plan looks like actively walking with him in ways we already know that he's called us to and living out those things. So obeying the things he's put, he's put in scripture, loving the people around us, using the positions, the positions around us, um, different things like that, you know, obeying again, like I said, the things that he's put in scripture and all of that very practically in the day to day, he's going to guide us from those things. So my encouragement to you pursue the things you feel that God has put in your heart, pray about those things, grow in your relationship with him daily, and let him do the rest. I hope that this episode is a little bit freeing for you and encouraging for you. It is not an exact roadmap to figuring out your big purpose and the things that the Lord has for us, and I think that actually the Lord doesn't really give us that um, because ultimately our big purpose is not about us and it's not about like I was saying like um when I was not sure what to do about college because what if I missed out on the cool things that I was going to do what the Lord had for me and it was very self um focused mindset ultimately and like what is my purpose like what does he have for me and our purpose is to glorify him and our purpose ultimately relates back to him always and so I think it is just very um interesting that to really figure out what the Lord has for us, we're called to really seek him. And I think it's really cool because in seeking him, we are glorifying him and we are getting to know him better. And that serves into as well, just a bigger purpose that we, that we are called to. So I hope that's an encouragement to you. I hope it's freeing for you to know that you do not have to have it totally nailed down and know what you're supposed to be doing um, 30 years from now, 20 years from now, even literally next year sometimes. So, um, things change at the drop of a hat and, um, the Lord will guide you. He is not going to let you go. He already knows 
50 years from now where you're going to be and what he has for you. So keep seeking him. He doesn't call you to have all the answers. He calls you to seek him who does. Love you guys. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at she lives purposefully and to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, so feel free to do that. And also tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you, go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you friends.